Okay. Hi guys. Hi. Let's say hi, hi ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so let me start by saying I'm very excited. Um I wish I could like literally jump up this chair like in my head, I'm like, yay, the pilot episode is happening. Congrats, yay. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for taking time out to be here and um, having this conversation with me. And uh, one of the core reasons why this podcast has started is because I strongly believe there are conversations that are being placed on the back burner and we need to have, right? Um, we've all had a share of experiences growing up and there's a next generation of women that are looking for a narrative to hold on to, mm. you know. And if we don't start to intentionally shape that narrative, then we're in trouble. They would be, their narratives or their mindset or their beliefs will be determined by what the media tells them, you know. But what I want them to see via this is real conversations from real people, from real women, and not just celebrities. This is not about aspire to aspire. This is what... <laughs> every one of us go through, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, and that's why we're having this. So thank you, and welcome to No Ordinary Conversation. With No Ordinary Ayitemi. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So my name is Ayitemi Adibuali, but I like to be called No Ordinary Ayitemi because, I mean, there's nothing ordinary about my life. <laughs> Energy. <laughs> yes, so, and here, I have Timmy Tope Baboye. Hi. Influencer of life, As lifestyle, connoisseur. I'm telling you, Prime Minister, Minister of Enjoyment. Minister of Enjoyment. I was going to ask you about that. Like, where did that come from? Because I don't like stress. Life is too short. Let me just enjoy my life. I can please. imagine. I can imagine. And with me is the one and only Toby Donut. <laughs> okay, I'm always, I know. So we work together for the records, right? Yeah. We work together, but I've never asked that this. I don't think I've asked you, where did donuts come from? Because first time I heard you say Toby Donut, I'm like, why, does, why would someone give themselves a food name? Like, like you, and the, and not even a very exotic, like, you know. Like donuts. Toby Croissant or something. <laughs> <laughs> donuts. And it's Donut 20 Nero. Um, so it started when I was in, I think, just two. I just got back. So I had the IGGB vibes in secondary school. Okay. And my secondary school was like normal secondary school. It was in Ikbaja. So <laughs> there were a lot of, there were some boys that used to follow me up and down. Hey. That faithful day, I was shouting, 20 Naira Donuts, one limka. <laughs> <laughs> like at and a talk shop or something. Yeah, the talk shop for long, during lunch break and they were there. <laughs> And they're like, okay, so you that used to catwalk from, I'm from the London and stuff, you can actually eat this kind of thing. And then they started chanting, donut, donut. And then uh, it was annoying at first, but um, it stuck. And everyone started calling me my school name, donut, then Toby Donuts. And I, I kind of liked it. And it, it just grew on me. So everything nowadays is associated with Toby Donuts, like my brand, what the things that I like to do. So yeah. Awesome. Thank you. So I have the Prime Minister of Enjoyment and I have Toby Donut with me. Doesn't get any better than that. But more importantly, I have two fantastic ladies with me who have uh, who are charting their own path in their, in their various fields, you know, and they are doing fantastic and which is why they are here today. So I will just we'll just dive in, right? This is a conversation. We're just going to relax uh, okay. and just have fun just. with it, right? This is <laughs> this is about ambitious women. Right, um, there's this implicit uh, concept in society that when a woman is driven or she's pursuing something actively, they begin to look at her like she's overdoing, overkilling. Why are you doing that? You know, and uh, I remember vividly 
I've had friends, and I don't know if you've experienced it, right? I've had friends whose mothers would tell them that, ah, if you do this, holy rocker, if you buy house, you know, if you have joined this kind of car, you can't get. So it's funny, and I think that, I think there's more to it, and that's what I want to, I mean, I want to know what your thoughts are about women. Is it a taboo? Is it wrong for us to be driven? Is it, I mean, why? Why is society frowning at it? And I'll start with Tim. So just to get your, like, your, your thoughts on that. See, honestly, it's just, it's really crazy because it almost feels like as a woman, you have to apologize hmm. for wanting to be something. Like everyone is just against you, the system, your family, everything, even other women. And that's like the crazy part. We're supposed to support each other, but it's like, anti rest. <laughs> your own is too much, do you get? And yeah. it's not supposed to be like that. Like, you almost feel like, you know, um, wanting to do something, wanting to be something, like there's a limit as to, you know, where you can go. And if you get this, I mean, you can have ambition, but not just so much ambition. Like, yeah, you can, you can go to school, mm. have the masters, but why do you really need a PhD? Mm. Just stay with your husband and take care of the children and the mm. home, you know. And it's just, it's very crazy. And I think it starts from, you know, the orientation we're giving, like growing up. You know, every girl child from from when you're giving birth to where we're taught to be nurturers, yeah. you know, from from a te- from a tender age, any small thing, they'll say, Show what you're machine in your coin. Is that what you're going to be doing in your husband's exactly. house? And there's so much pressure. It almost feels like, you know, the plan and the roadmap for every woman's life is so go to school, mm. finish, get a degree, get, get married, married, the end of life. Mm. And nobody prepares you for, okay, what comes after? So what if my life doesn't really go in that order? What am I supposed to do? Am I just supposed to give up and just be like, oh, fuck it. Sorry, can we swear? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it. My life, didn't, my life yeah. didn't turn out great, you know? And it's crazy because if you look at guys, they don't, like, nobody is teaching them, you know, how to be a good husband. Mm. Women are taught to be a good wife, mm-hmm. you know, bring peace, give your husband peace. But is anybody telling the guys, like, also make your wife happy, you know? It's like give and take. One person should just be the only person giving, giving, giving. You get really exhausted. But men, even from the games they play, from the things they do, like ambition is one of the things. Like they have like this go-get-it attitude. And Mm. then women were just... It's almost like we're supposed to be just somewhere in the corner, you know, there but not really there. You know, you're there but you're not really there. Just just somewhere in the background and just be like... So I really think that, you know, it's time for for women to just really stand up and talk and, you know, just raise the next generation of women that come. There's so much life than just being a missus. Like, it's okay to, you know, want to be someone's wife. You know, companionship is great and all, but that's not the ultimate thing in life. You know, there's so much more to, like, your purpose, your life, you know, Mm. making impact, doing the things that make you happy. There's so much more to that because if you don't do that, you're really going to be unhappy, you know, joining to somebody else and watching somebody else do all the things you want to do. But because, you know, people told you, you can't do it. You can't do that. Oh, don't dream too much. Don't do this thing. And it's so crazy because I've had, you know, recently I was at an event and then a guy friend came and then he was like, "Ah, you are still chasing this money. Don't you marry? (laughs) Time is going. Like, and I was like, are you kidding? Like, time is going. There's no time on our side. You know that... Are you dating now? And I'm like, no, but I, we're old though. Just marry. Like, it's not even that. And I'm like, 
So do I just marry because I need to marry, not because I've actually found someone that, that or because oh I'm doing too much like and you know it's just it's just sad really and society just we need to do better. You know what I hear in from what you've said right now and there's something very fundamental I want to draw. There's something about so the my father is an educationist right and it was from him I heard the concept of nature and nurture. Right. So there's something about nurture, the way we are orient orientated. Mm -hmm. So the way girls are brought up, the way guys are brought up, right? So what I hear you say is that ambition, uh, it, it's a, it has its roots in the way we are brought up, yeah. right? So the way you raise the girl child versus the way you raise the boy child, you get what I'm trying to say. Toby, what would you, what would you say to that in terms of what is obtainable now in society, right? Uh, with regards to how the girl child is being raised and how the boy child is, boy child is being raised and how it ties to whether they become ambitious or not. All right, thanks for that, Tammy. Um, so the thing is, I'm actually, it's quite an exciting time, you know, in mm. the world. There is a lot of um, advocacy for the girl child. Yeah. There is a lot of um, institutions helping the girl child, you know. There's she codes, she rides, she leads, she fights, <laughs> she jumps. You know, <laughs> it's 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 lovely to see, and I'm happy that you know, this kind of conversations are happening. The ones that are happening outside are happening. You know, a lot of girls now they they can see the future. They're seeing things differently. Yeah. And I think even parents are raising their their girl child differently. Thankfully, I was raised to be. I wouldn't say really raised to be ambitious, but I was raised to to know that I can do whatever I want to do. Mm. I mean, I was telling a friend earlier that at some point I wanted to be a rapper, I wanted to be a dancer. Yes, yeah. I wanted to be an actor. And I was, at every step of the way, whatever thing I said I wanted to do, I was supported. I went for competitions in school, debating, drama, mm -hmm. support was there. You know, I wanted to, I, you know, go out to the girl's guide, travel, support was there. So what you guys have said that raising, the way you raise your child is very important. So, and okay, I, I grew up for the longest part as an only child. So I, um, I was able to, I think I was able to dream differently. I was mm. able to dream for... Um, I mean, for myself, you know, sometimes, you know, as you have younger ones, you dream for everybody. I mean, now I dream for multiple people. I have a brother and all. <laughs> but then I really wanted to be so much more. I was inspired by Agbani in 2000. Yeah. I saw that. I watched that pod, that um, recording and I told my mommy as usual, I want to be, <laughs> I want to be a model, you know, but I was short. But I went for auditions, you know. So, oh, you went um, for modeling auditions? Yes, I did. I, Are you serious? You know, so I'm really thankful for the way I was brought up, you know. Whatever I think I wanted to do at that time, mm. it was supported. So I went to Australia Government Girls College, Oyo. And when mm. I was in school, we had to be, it was a girls' school. <clears throat> so we had the blokes and then we had the babes. <laughs> blokes in girls' school? No, so girls, we okay, acting as a bloke yeah. now. So tomboys. tomboys. That's where okay. I got my tomboyishness okay. from. Yeah, so we had the blokes and we had the babes. So I kind of associated with the blokes. Mm. And then um, our houseware, our uniform was skirts, so was a skirt and a blouse. I joined the SS one. And so back then, girls with straight legs, slim straight legs, they were considered like the Have you seen my legs, right? You seen my legs, right? My legs are oh <laughs> now. They, and they now used to call me yam legs. Yeah, oh they did die a lot. Ah! Yam legs. Especially when you have this thing here. Oh my, it's cows, people, oh cows. God. And it's so sexy. It, it, took, it took coming <laughs> out of school to realize, to that, realize that cows were sexy. And they're like normal. I, I was so oppressed. I started looking for, uh, that's why I started wearing trousers. Mm. I, my, my style changed, my fashion sense changed. I like, 
let me just hide this leg so that mm. I mean it doesn't fit the streets, um, the construct of society that they wanted. And that brings it back to this. So there's this thing that says that if a woman fits into that narrative, she gets certain privileges. She gets access to more opportunities. She's preferred. She's able to enter places that people can't walk into. Mm-hmm. And um, I think there is, I think there's something fundamentally wrong with that, right? And I, I just want to get your thoughts on that. They call it, let's call it fine girl privileges. Mm-hmm. There's some places that you get to now, because you're a fine girl, yeah. they will just treat you well. pay yeah. attention to you, listen to you. You get what I'm trying to say? And there have been so many women who do not fit into these brackets mm-hmm. that have missed opportunities. Yeah. So where, how do they reconcile for people who don't? And by the way, everybody's beautiful, mm-hmm. right? But for people who feel that they don't meet that, that construct, how do they reconcile it in pursuit of their own ambition? Um, okay, so for me personally, I can relate to that because, mm-hmm. um, you know, when people look at me, because I have travel marks, and then when people look at me, they expect that I'm going to be this Yoruba spewing kind of person. <laughs> and then when I start speaking, it's almost like, uh, why she can't they form? And I'm like, oh God, like this is me, oh, like born that side, you know. And now I sort of enjoy, you know, at first, you know, you'd be a little shy because you already know that just from the way people look at you, you already yeah. know that this person already has, you know, that notion about you. Mm. But then I always love proving people wrong. So people don't, and it gives you the advantage because people don't expect you to be smart. So you catch so it by surprise. You, when you say something and then when you speak, they have to listen because, ah, okay, she gets sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you get like, so I'll just say, you know, just work on your self-confidence and just know that, I mean, it's okay. Pretty privileged, yeah, but like people can't deny value. If you come to the table, if you come correct, that's why I always say mm. like, if you come correct, if you know your onions and you know whatever it is that you're coming to do, you know, um, yes, pretty privileged my work, but there are certain doors that I mean, it might take you in, but it won't get you to the table because yes, you got in, but when it's time to show the results, like get the actual job done, mm. you know, can you do it? It boils down to, oh yeah, can you do Deliver. it? Can you not do it? You know, so it's just working on yourself, you know. Um, so I used to practice a lot of you know public speaking and then like just talking to myself, self, self-love, self a lot yeah. of self-love. And I, I feel like, you know, that's also where the the enjoyment mantra came. Like, mm. I'm going to do me, I'm going to live yes, my life, so. live my best life, enjoy my life because this life is too short. And, you know, just everybody has their own opinion. But, like, the most important thing is how you view yourself and how you just decide to, you know, portray yourself to others and how you decide to shine your own light. Mm. Because eventually, if you don't, you know, tell your own story, people would tell it for you, you know, people would see you and just assume things. And then, because you don't want to talk too much or because, you know, you feel like, oh, um, this might not work here. Let me not say this particular thing, you know. It won't, it won't be appreciated. And then people just assume that's who you are. And mm. then, you know, you pretend for so long. And then when you now finally come out and start to show your true self, people now say, oh, what changed? Yeah. Not knowing that all this while you weren't actually being true to yourself. yourself. Mm. And I think that thing you're saying is it, it resonates. And I was going to ask you, right? So I remember the first time I saw you and your energy was what caught my attention. And it kind of, it took, it took, it took my attention away from your tribal marks i didn't see it it was there i saw it but you mm-hmm. get what i'm trying to say but yeah i didn't it see yeah. it it wasn't your identity mm-hmm. and i think that's the thing because again it's funny i don't think that anybody can successfully pursue any path outside that level of confidence yeah. and we all have that there's one thing we are insecure about yes. you mm-hmm. know but so dealing with it 
comes with uh, being able to achieve, you know, attain that that height or pursue that path that you want to, mm -hmm. right? Um, how have you been able to do yours, Toby? I mean, what are the insecurity, so, ambition? How does, how do you? I mean, you know, it's 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 crazy. I mean, for me, I'm plus size, so. Um, we're but, plus size. But, but I, I, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine here, guys. You know, we're curvy. We're curvy. You know, That's the new language. Yeah, we're I'm, curvy. I'm voluptuous. I'm thick, you know. Mado. <laughs> I am, you know, it's, 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 it's really crazy. But you know the good thing about this thing here yeah, is whether you're fine or you're not fine, ambition, no, no face. Mm. Do you understand? Um, value addition, no, no face. Mm. Knowing the right people. I mean, that might no face, but ultimately, like Tokper said, at the end of the day, is your value to the table. And remember sometimes we talk about um, social capital and how all these things work. Yeah. Sometimes it's just knowing the right people, even if you're not fine, but you know them. Um, but I think, to be honest, everyone is fine in their own way. It's what she has said also, self-realization. If you know that you feel like you're not so fine as, as other people, what do you do? You put on makeup, you wear lashes. You do like a micro shading. And is that being vain? It's do, you, not, do you think it's, it's being vain? You don't because think it's vain? Some people say it's being vain. I don't think in this life, you need to understand. You need to you need help to, yourself. You need to help yourself. Yeah. You need to understand mm. some things and you need to be able to either, it's a, you know, I know about this thing in school, guys, you, you fake it till you make it. There's another one. You either um, join them or you leave them. I can't yeah. remember those. If you can't beat them, you join them. If you can't beat them, you join them. So um, for people listening, I'm not saying, you know, you have to pretend or you have to by first joining joining or become something no i mean i've not seen my i don't you know you guys can see me my brows are like this i've not done micro shaking the micro shaking, whatever i'm still gonna do it though but um you can still do these things they're not bad like girls that are doing um bbl now you know yeah society some some society are against them i mean to be honest it's you it's your body and i was going to ask <coughs> you sorry to call you out. i just want to get as in just let's now that it's coming <laughs> up right do you guys think that that in any way buying the bomb or buying the hips or buying mm -hmm. the flat stomach and all of that does that in any way take away from them as women my love you know it doesn't because some people do it because so. is this fine girl privilege they're talking it about right they feel away. that instead it's it it value addition eh? i'm telling you it's value <laughs> addition bring it bring it bring it bring it bring it i think it's your body and it's everyone should be allowed to do whatever it is I, they want be to allowed to whatever you want to do the only thing now is Everything is still tied to self. So you've done this thing. Are you now becoming addicted to doing more surgeries that exactly. you now become botched or you become really like whatever? Um, or, you, you know, this is enhancement. People enhance themselves in different ways. Some mm. people enhance themselves. They go for master's degree. Some people, you mm. know, go for better so job opportunities. it can be physical. It can yeah. be mental. It can be mental. Mm. Just at the end of the day, you know, you know yourself. You know what's good for you. And you know, like, you need to know the things that, you know, that can help you to get the ladder. So I'm not saying people that do these surgeries are in some top, sort of industries or they are attracting some sort of people. No. Some people actually do it for themselves, not because mm. they want to attract to people. Good. To feel, to feel good. From it. So just um, my dad girls and women do what is going to make you happy do what is going to make you get to the next level either by advancing yourself in terms of your your mental capacity if it's your body i mean it's just like saying people that wear makeup they don't have sense no everybody wear, everybody wears makeup now mm -hmm. and you may i mean there's this way when you do your actually lashes i love lashes oh my god <laughs> <laughs> by the time you put that thing like i don't this, know how you guys wear you feel, like, it feels very you feel heavy. different like it brings out your, your face. eyes although so, yeah i agree you know so, that uh, you know zara in our office ah uh, zara <laughs> i'm going to the place she has recommended today to go and do my lounges you know 
<laughs> Maybe that person feels <laughs> advice later. We'll show your name. <laughs> honestly, honestly, my darlings, do you? But I want to cook with Asa that young question that because fine girl privileges exist. Yeah, it, it exists, does. right? Yeah, it, it does. It does. And it's a problem. So, so imagine you are. Imagine you are. Imagine you are seated somewhere, vying for the same opportunities. You have what it takes here. Right, but maybe you don't just look as hot mm-hmm. as the next person, right? Well, how you know? How do you maneuver that situation? Unfortunately, society is pretty vain. Yeah, really, yeah, actually, very society vain. is vain, really. and that's the problem. So you now you see yourself fighting, or you, you don't even get a chance to prove yourself to, at the end of the be, day. To be honest, I mean that makes sense, but thankfully I've not experienced that, and I'm not in an industry that also, mm-hmm. um, you know, you know, there are different industri- industries and sectors. Like in the beauty industry, you have to find it's cut, it's yeah. cutthroat. Yes, yeah, um, you know. But I haven't experienced that. But I mean, if I think if I find myself in that situation, um, I mean, thankfully, the good thing about me that I know that I know myself is that I know how to talk well. I mm. know how to talk well. I agree. I would talk my way into something. I would look for somebody that knows somebody. <laughs> I would find a way to get into that door and not just get into the door. Have a seat at the glass ceiling, mm. like or at the table. Table, yeah. Like, be present, right? Um, thankfully, I, I am fine, but I mean, in a situation whereby there are finer people, I mean, there are always finer people. Um, <laughs> it's just to find a way. See, there's nothing that, there's no, it's subjective, actually. There's nothing that, you know how they say, there's nothing that's impossible. Mm. I mean, it can be hard. You might not get the opportunity that day, maybe at a company, you went for an interview, but trust me, you still get a job. Yeah. And you class. see, I think that's where the beef comes from. The women say, where they say women hate on each other. So while there, I've seen beautiful women, really hot women, who have beauty and brains. But I've seen women also who are beautiful, but there's nothing yep. here. Yeah. So what happens is that you that has something, you are not given the opportunity to bring the value to the table. They now pick someone who has who nothing. Has nothing and so there's, and I think it's something we need to address as women, right? So when we now see a fine girl, it's like this thing in the US that says when someone is blonde, automatically you assume yeah, that dumb, there's dumb, nothing. Yeah, we, we need to stop that actually though. Just because somebody wears makeup and person has the body mm-hmm. and the person has the hips mm-hmm. and the person did the body doesn't mean they don't have anything. Everybody Upside. should be given an opportunity to prove themselves. To prove themselves. I, like, I like that narrative. I like that you flipped it. Yeah. Yes. Everybody should be given. And women, yeah. I think that's something we need to tell us. So yes. we say that a lot. So because the girl is not responsible for your complex. You can't blame another girl you for can't. your complex. The fact that she's if she she's has hot and, and she has straight legs she and she has everything and the bomb and and. She's in. The, she's vying for the same opportunity as you are. You can't begin to have a complex oh, because of how can't. she looks. Exactly. You, you know, and that's where we. Need, that's the conversation we are yeah. not having with ourselves. Yeah. So with the thing that you were saying the other time yeah. about. So what I what helped me earlier on in my career because to be honest, my girl, now I even feel like I'm less ambitious. I have to fix that. Why? I was what so I don't know. Maybe before the end of this podcast, we <laughs> go into out. So you guys help me. But um, early on in my career, mm. I was so. My university contributed to that. I was so ambitious. I wanted to I wanted to get things done. Mm. I everything was right from secondary school. Most of my girls they wanted to be like World Bank president, they wanted to be the first person to do this. You know, I read Ben Carson's books. It was hey, hey, when you came to that book. When he came to gifted When he came to Nigeria Silva, oh my I went to that meeting in TBS. Sorry, did you see that tweet? I said that like, all of you that are doctors now because of Ben Carson's book. <laughs> how market how do you feel? <laughs> exactly. I wanna be a it's I wanted to be a neurosurgeon. I wanted to be a doctor too. Yes, I wanted to do, oh Lord, I wanted to do many things. Random, random, as in uh, gist, right? I literally broke up with a guy because of a book I read. Anyway. As in, that, and I'm trying to no, make yes. a point about, 
how powerful how powerful the books, books are. are really powerful. Yeah. And books actually are part of what shaped my ambition. Because that was the time we were introduced to Ben Carson, um, Abraham Lincoln, we were introduced to the biography of men, Girl. Um, Martin Luther King, I Henry see. Ford. It's, it's crazy. You know? Books are helpful. Mm. I, I spent my days, I was surprised they gave me a standard girl. I thought I was going to be library prefect. I used to be in the library. You find to be in the library. I read all the encyclopedias. I knew all the persons of Amer- past eh, of America. No, I was just like I was so. I was the secretary of um, student council. Yeah, secondary school. I was guest guy president. Oh, yeah. I oh, was like, so girl, I'm going to do some. I'm going to do oh, some. Oh, I, I was going to go I wanted to go to Yale. I was going to you know do everything. <laughs> but like, thankfully, it stayed with me till like my early twenties and. I was able to, I mean, I, I, I remember I, I joined Beambiz, so I mean, Beambiz is a great organization. Um, I volunteered for them, all them motivational speakers, upcoming and up there. Mm-hmm. I would go for their meetings, I mm. would, you know, I volunteered for a lot of events. I would go out for, CCOB is having this thing, they are meeting this, I would go ah. I think that's how you ended up knowing yeah. the whole Lagos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sort of, honestly. Because, mm. <laughs> you can't walk, no, I wish I'm going out with I, I feel better when I return because, I won't go bad past my own. Oh my goodness! So that's people that you cannot work with you, that's and everybody's great. saying, "Hi, ah, that's great." Hello. So I like that. I, I love it sometimes, but honestly, those are so that's uh, you know going out. We have to. So that's the thing. You actually, actually you actually, you have to go out. So there's something about your circle right now. Talking about your circle. So I mean the information we consume because that's what I hear right now. The books we read. Uh, funny enough, so because we grew up around the same time, we read the same books. We we're exposed to the same mm-hmm. material. And those things kind of gingered us, right? Yes. Yeah. My question is, or my concern is, what's the next generation consuming? Ha. TikTok. Mm. Oh. Not TikTok. Oh. It's really Wahala. bad. I read, a, I read a piece about it uh, the other day. It's really, really bad. You, you spend, you can The person said, I logged on to TikTok around 8 in the night, and I got off TikTok 3.30 a.m. <sighs> she didn't know. And to be honest, when time I go on TikTok, which oh I go no. once a month, because I know, I will spend like three hours there. Oh and no. you do not realize you've spent, you're just understand? laughing. Oh you're no. laughing. You're I, like, I think adult in no grill, because the, my sleep now is priority. Uh-huh. Hey, uh-huh. I don't know how people go as and spend all those, those hours on it. But you know, that's, that's a good question. That's a question we should be asking ourselves. What's the next generation consuming? And is what they're consuming enough to drive them to be? And I wanted to come down to something, to the crux of our conversation again. Why is society so mad? <laughs> Why are they so upset with women breaking ceilings? Why? So when it happens, you see them applauding. But if, every, if, if the woman tells you her journey, mm-hmm. I've had somebody who has told me before that I was too ambitious. I've had people call yeah, me. Instead of them to call me, tell me. They'll say business school. Mm-hmm. Well, they're intense. As in that yeah. I am intense. Or you're bossy. Yeah. And then to make it worse, if you, if you see that you're ambitious and you're driven, then you start getting words like, oh, she's rude, she's proud, wow. she's arrogant, she's, she's she so full she of herself. She thinks she knows it all. Why, my question is, why is society so upset? I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to, I don't know. Why, why? What's the problem they have with women thriving and being in the forefront? Why? So off the top of my head, I think it also, you know, boils down to where we're coming from. So you know how, you know, back then, men didn't have to do too much. to, to mm. They didn't have to bring so much to the table. I mean, all you had to do was probably go out and um, 
um, kill a goat or a ram and then you come home and then your mm. wife is worshipping you. Oh my God, you're the best thing since sliced yeah, the bread. the hero. All they, all, they just had to do, all they just had to do was provide mm. like basic stuff and that's it. Mm-hmm. But right now, like women are making, like, there's so many women I earning more than, do you understand? Like, I can kill there's the so goat, many yes. women earning more than men. Like, so if it's only money you are bringing to the I table, guys, please come correct. Like, do you understand? Like, so I think that's, and the world is, like women are, becoming more aware of themselves you understand like mm. that oh i can do this that i mean it's not just a man that's allowed to be successful and i think you know because men have gotten so used to the concept that all i just have to do is provide may i just get money yeah that's it mm. i, I forget any babe do you get but the narrative is changing like women are making their own money as well so what else would attract me to you like if it's only your money like i'm making yeah. money as well so what other value like can we have intelligent conversation? So it's almost like there's this power shift mm. that's really going on. And they because don't know how to handle men, it. Exactly. They don't know how to because men were it. not even right from time, which in my, I mean, it's not really their fault as well, which is why I also feel like, you know, the next generation, like our, our generation of parents, like we have to be very intentional about, you know, the type of men that we're going to raise because yeah. women right now are more driven. Like we are, there's so much effort on, you know, the girl child, what she's supposed to be and everything. And yeah. I feel like the next generation of women, they're going to be like times hundred. Yes. And then you can't now place those women with men that will just be very laid back. Like there's just going to be so many True. issues. So True. I just feel like, you know, men just need to know that. I mean, times are changing. Like you have to, what, what else are you doing? Let's start teaching men, you know, this is how to be a man. Like, it's not just about money. And at the risk of sounding as if it is a gender thing, I think that, because anybody, some people might look at, oh, they're they blaming the men again. One of the things that has happened in the <laughs> course of our society is that the decision makers, those who set the rules, yeah. those who are in the places of power and mm-hmm. influence and control are largely Most men. Are men so are they men. are the ones who have been setting these rules. The and so, yeah, the police. So when a woman now begins to um, act like an outlier or someone, I mean, different from the rules they've laid down, then they look at, I think they look at it as rebellion. Yeah. That's it. She's view, not submissive. Yes. They mm. view ambition as rebellion. Did you guys, sorry mm. to cut you, yeah, did you fine. guys watch Jonita Jackson's um, and proceeding, like Supreme Court proceedings? No, no, but no, you can talk about how crazy it was. Oh, the, the black woman, yes, yes, yes. I see saw how some the men were just bringing her down left, right. And this of is a course. woman that had access and privilege all her life, so it's it's really bad. Like, but thankfully, like they say back in the days, power must change hands, yes. So, it's changing, it's, I think it's okay to be if, if that's, if that's their definition it. of it, then I think it, it's okay <clears> to be fine. rebellious if that's it. That's because I know that there are a lot of married women. That are very, very unfulfilled. And unhappy. And unhappy. Unhappy. What bothers me the most is that before our time, many women, so you imagine when a child is growing up, a child is a child. You hear questions like, what do you want to become? I want to become a pilot. I want to become a dancer. Mm. And as she grows, or when she gets married, all of those things, they go into the they go to yep. the back burner. And then they say that she's supposed to be a helper. Yeah, help him. Help him. And then she helps him to the detriment of her own dreams. And I think that's the problem. And so the moment the woman begins to be, the moment she says, oh, I have my own dreams, so I can help you, I can support you, but I need you to support me too. Once she she starts to dream, there's a problem. That's changed. You you hear things like, 
Who is going to pick up the kids from school? Mm-hmm. Who is going? Order, Hello. Order. She has started sleeping Order. around. She yes. started sleeping yes. around. That's pushing. Oh my like, goodness! Uh, yeah. That narrative. Like it's so old. That let's narrative let's, is let's troubling. And so you see women saying, "I don't want Wala. I don't want them to to label me or accuse me wrongly. I just want peace. I just want peace. So because you want peace, in the name of that peace." You abandon your dreams. Mm-hmm. You abandon you your desires. A lot of these women abandon their dreams, but guess what? They are still the one doing the work. They are still mm. the one paying school fees. Yeah. You know, they are still the one. Um, sub- oh, they never pay. Oh, I lost the contract. Oh, this one, that one. They are uh, still stepping I up. Some, they are stepping up. I once had a narrative, and it's very funny, and I think it's very, I can't forget. You were talking about how men need to ensure that their wives are empowered. So, yeah. for example, if a man is at 10 and his wife is at 10, if anything happens to him or his income source, he will not go below that 10. They can maintain that Because that's where she down. is. Yeah. If a man is at 10 and a woman is at zero, hmm. I don't know, I mean, well, imagine what happens, right? So, and I think, so I think that um, growing up for me, I've never been one who want to be a housewife. And I don't have a problem with those who want to be housewives yeah. because we are different. Yes. But you can do it um, with a lot of ambition. Yes. You can decide to say, I want to raise... A, I want to raise the next neurosurgeon mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and be intentional about the kind of school your son goes, the kind of um, education he gets, the kind of people he, mm-hmm. he mingles with. Some people devote their lives to that, and it's fine. But let it be that you are doing, you are being a housewife because you want to be a mm-hmm, housewife, mm-hmm. not because somebody put a ring on your finger mm-hmm. or because society has said they will look at you somehow. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's 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 it, it, it bites me. Yeah. It, it bites me. It pinches please, me. In case you're, you're an answer and you're watching this, you can be a content creator and be an answer. It's, exactly. it's funny now, it's right? You can even become, you can, yeah, you can be a vlogger. You can so be a chef. Be cooking, yeah. You can be cooking from home. You are cutting onion and frying. So I think it comes down to, <laughs> you make your money. When, in society, when you talk about ambition now, you talk about, so the more ambitious you are, by default, the more money you should make. Right. Yes, and that is, is it doesn't work out that way. It doesn't that work out that true. way. But because you want to, in your quest to make more money, in your quest to hustle, in your quest to like ah, like you know Pay pursue the bag and get that thing, then that's when they begin to give you names. Mm-hmm. You know, and that and that is and that is that is really the problem. Mm-hmm. And I really really I mean in one in one word, what's the what's the one thing you would tell? What's the one thing you would tell the next generation of women? Somebody who is just maybe finishing university or with just even in secondary school or somebody who just you know coming out or just finished serving with regards to ambition what would you tell them what would you tell them about ambition what would be your golden those golden words for them i'd really say don't apologize don't mm. apologize for wanting the best don't apologize for wanting to be at the top it's okay like you don't have to be sorry for having dreams you don't have to be sorry for you know wanting a particular type of life for yourself that's how it's supposed to be but you know because we live in a world where okay dream but don't dream too much you can dream this one don't dream that one dream mm. this one don't like it's like there there are like things that you can do things that you, you can't, can't do, do. Mm-hmm. but like i'll just say go after everything you want because if you don't you're going to end up you know you don't want to go after something for 10 years and then you just you end up really bitter and miserable and sad and you know it might be hard at first like i spent seven years reading law and wow. then i woke up and decided that this law is not it for me so you never practice. i want to go no 
I want to go into. I want to go into. Sorry, how did your parents react to that? Oh my god, my dad flipped. Like you know, they literally thought I was having like a midlife crisis. Like one of those things where. Oh, she really like. Oh, she mapada. Oh, you mapada. She'll come back to us. Oh, that, do you Like it was one of those things. But like I knew because like, and it wasn't that I wasn't good at at law. Like it just didn't make me happy. Do you understand? Mm. And it just and it also didn't fit. You know what I saw for like knowing the kind of pre- and another thing I'll say is you have to know yourself. Like I'm a very um, dynamic and flexible person. I don't like to feel um, stifled, like boxed yeah. in. And with law, it was. That it's that sort of regimented professional. Now lawyers are great, amazing, and intelligent people, you know. But for some people, if you're a creative, you get yeah, it. Like you don't yeah. want to feel like your life is routine, yeah. doing the same thing every yes, day, yes, waking like yes. it's so, you know. And I didn't want that, and it was so much of that. So I wasn't really happy. And then, but every time I did something like marketing related content, you know, yeah. I'm thriving. Energy, I'm, you know, like there's just joy, and I was like, ah. Maybe I should go to happiness. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> money will follow. Do you get? Because then it wasn't even about the money. It wasn't about the money. Because I mean, starting out, you don't even know anything. Who wants to pay you? You know, yeah. I started out as a copper. Like, who wants to pay you? But I was just like, you know what? Let me just do this. And I'm happy I did because um, my dad passed recently, and I just Aww. and I thought about it. Like, so imagine if I gave up your dreams. doing what I really to wanted to do, yeah. to please and him. I spent seven years, you know trying to please him because of this is what he wanted and you know mm. this is what my family expected of me and now he's he's gone you understand like he's and lived he, his I mean, life he's gone and I'm here, like it's my life now on my terms so would i now wake up now is it and now and realize that, that i wasted seven years and i want to start now like, like more than seven years yes, if you had continued yes, on that path like would i now say it's now that i want to actually start doing what like so that's what i'm going to say like just go after it it might not you know it might not even if it doesn't work out trust me there are certain things that you learn and you pick up along the way that you don't know where it would come in handy like even now when you know i do stuff with clients because of the law knowledge, like they're setting contracts, they're mm. setting terms, they're setting things I see, and I'll be like, no, so don't you, sign that. The knowledge like, is not lost. So knowledge is never lost. Never like, don't lost think that, me. okay, maybe you're thinking of, um, and to anyone out there thinking of a career switch, you know, it's never too late. Change, as long as you're not happy. switching to tech now. You know, ah, Texas. is a new oil. <laughs> tech. I change, I change generator <laughs> plug, Texas. Tex, that's it, oh. I sort on Excel. Texas. I'm in Texas. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, so just don't feel like, you know, you have to be this person. If you feel stuck, like, it's okay. Move. Like, just do something that, you know, when you get up in the morning, you're happy. Mm. Like, you just feel like at least you're doing something that you enjoy because life is too short. Yeah, life, is short. Life, life is short. Life is short. Really short. It is. Hmm. Hmm. There's, I'm doing, hmm. you know, when, when, you're saying, when you're listening to something and it's sinking, you're saying, hmm. Horror. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry, the, the girl in me will not. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. It, it's funny how you talked about your dad, um, you know, wanting something different from you. And I think that that might also be a reason why many women have not been able to have that um, level of ambition. They're doing what they don't love. Mm-hmm. And you can't have ambition outside what you love. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't love it. I am a comms person. I can talk. This thing I'm doing, I can do it from now till next year. As in, days you call me, en- as in, I have energy. If I enjoy it, I'm in it. So I think that that is one yeah, thing. Yeah. And it's something that you said, and I think it applies to every area for women. Whether you are choosing a spouse, whether you are following a career path, whether you are, you are making personal decisions that can alter the course of your life, 
you must ensure that you know yourself and it resonates with yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, at some point, our parents will go. Mm-hmm. They will go. Mm-hmm. So if they, if they say, marry mm-hmm. Brad James, and you marry Brad James, because they say marry Brad James, and you don't love Brad James, mm-hmm. after they go, yeah, it's still go going to be day. you and Brad James. Yes, if so. after they go, it's even very far. From the wedding day, now, now. it's you and Brother James. Yeah, brother Sorry, James. James. <laughs> <laughs> are listening to this oh you know Lord. but ambition uh, is tied to knowing yourself i think that's that so we've established a few things one um the way p- kids are nurtured the way they are raised that's mm-hmm. one two your network those that you associate with the materials that you consume yes and tiktok is fine it's fine yes. but if that's all you consume yeah. do you know how hard it is to have co- this kind of conversations with with women and i'm being realistic now yeah. i'm not saying there are no smart women but it's it's easier to find guys you can con- con- converse with mm-hmm. at this level than women. You know, I know somebody that there is, if it's not a, a celebrity, if it's not a celebrity conversation, the person cannot say pimp. Mm-hmm. But ask her what this person wore to the AMVA last year, what this person wore to the Oscars last year, what Who this made person, it? she downloaded it. And maybe that's an area of interest for them. Let me not let me let me let me call myself out. Let me not be judgmental, mm-hmm. right? But again, it's just it's troubling when people can't say they can't hold a conversation for one minute or two minutes, you know, and express themselves and you know be articulate enough for you to know. Oh, this is what this person is yes. made up of. You know, I think those are things that we should think about. Yeah. So we do not. You, I know you. Yeah, your energy. I know you are charged. Ginger. As in, Toby is. Ginger. She, she Ginger blows my mama. mind. I'll be, I'll be honest, she blows my mind. Because as much as I like to talk, Toby likes to, she can be here. Toby's Saturday, non-work day, can be like a work day. As in, you will see heavy rain, you see her status, you see she will say there's traffic. I'm like, where did where you go too long? Where you did go? go too long. Oh, but what will you tell the young girls about ambition? Honestly, dear young girl, there, young Toby, young Tokbae, young Timmy, wherever you are. Honestly, I would say that you don't have to have it all figured out. Mm. Right? Um, I like that. You don't have to have it all figured out. I like that. I, I, I think say, that's, I that's say, very key. Yeah. yeah. I, say a lot of, I say a lot of funny tweets nowadays. The women in their 30s, they're out there, te- they're basking and enjoying their 30s. They have more clarity. <laughs> Limau. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they have... Um, you know, one actually a friend of mine, she was like, No, it's not it's not like her twenties were bad. I mean, she went to school, she really got clarity, but she's enjoying the clarity sessions of her twenties or of her early years mm. now. So, um, you don't have to I mean things are different now, you know, these new generations, everybody has they kind of know what they want, which is fine. Yeah. But just in case you don't know what you want yet, don't be scared. Um, banish every form of fear. Um, I think you should try to do whatever it is that you can. Um, I mean, no, it can't work like that for everyone. I, I changed jobs a lot before before now, and it helped me. And some people feel like it's not the best thing, but trust me, it's it, it's not the it might not be the best thing out there, but it's still one way to get to where you're going to. Mm. So that's the piggyback to to you don't have to have it all figured out yet. So mm. you might want to you might want to be a content creator now, and in the next two years, you realize that oh, I want to switch to public policy. My darling, that works. Mm. Don't box yourself in one in one profession or in one industry. You can always pivot. You can always transition. I mean, it's good to be disciplined, though, right? So that you don't be like a life headless chicken running around. Um, of course, guard yourself with discipline, but do not be afraid to explore, to live, 
to try that thing you want to do. You want to try photography, try it. Yeah. I think we can do whatever we can mm-hmm. two ways. See now, yeah. Timmy's doing our podcast now. She'll go back to work on Monday. Yeah, um, so. Tokwe does influencing <laughs> on the side. She goes back to work on Monday. Mm. Me, I'm still figuring out a lot of things. I have many, many um, <laughs> products that I have. But I still go back to work on Monday. So you can do as much as you can. Just um, so do not fear, be disciplined, and you know, don't be just do you. There's something beautiful that I've <coughs> captured from you guys, and it's you said something that society will expect you to go to school, graduate, serve, and then get married. And then, Toby, you said that um, you don't have to have it all figured yeah. out yet. And what that tells me, or what that's what I hear, is that there is no one path yep. to ambition, no there's no path. path there's, it's not casting stone, yeah. right? So Definitely. you can go this way, you can go mm-hmm. up, down, mm-hmm. down, up, left, mm-hmm. right, you know. As long as you keep going. As, exactly, I think that's moving. it. I think that's it. And ambition is not a bad word. It's not. And that's the thing. And because the word has been vilified. Yeah. It's been, you know, like, it's, it's, you look at it like, oh, that's the villain. And the word ambition, I mean, yeah, you're too ambitious. How, how do you even tell someone you're too ambitious? <laughs> as like you're telling the person that you're too driven there's a problem with you wanting something more for yourself it doesn't make sense oh, the same men don't like women that think they know it all <laughs> that is the, that one is another one no. or oh, have you not heard of the case of um people that say that um men don't like women that know it all so when you're with a guy Just you try, try to, to tone, it down, tone it down it's not everything you respond to it's don't, not everything you know are, about sometimes just act don't like you don't know they are asking i'm not Please. I, have you had I'm any so personal sorry. experience like that before? No, thankfully. Arrow will, will be sensible people. <laughs> but honestly, though, and I want to say something here. Yeah? Uh, ambition can change part time. You know mm. what they say, like, your um, your goals can change part time. Mm. You know, and the way the Bible says, line upon line, precept upon precept, it reveals mm. things to us. Mm-hmm. So if your ambition as a 18 year old now is to be living soft life, you have someone that will be funding you, that's an ambition for now. Mm. Please let it change after a while. Right, mm. so your ambition can keep increasing. You mentioned something to me recently. Um, I think for you, even part time, your goals and your you yeah, mean, I you be, my, now yeah, you're my, not saying that oh, I want to be maybe head of comms for like nah, 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 yes, yeah. so that yeah. should be something that we should always guide ourselves. It changes, yeah, let it, it change. changes. We knew look for things that will make you change and you know, ginger yourself. It changes. And I think at, at the end of the day, the critical thing to remember is that ambition is a journey. Yeah, it, it is. is a journey. It's a journey. It's not a destination, you know. Mm-hmm. So oh, it's um, been a journey um, it, talking to this you. This has yeah. been a journey. I've enjoyed so your comment. As in, <laughs> your adventures. Now, as in, you go alone. Like, I was going to ask you, like... Most of the time, sometimes I come with friends. Toby will not pick a course sometimes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I want to do better. I want to. I so. have to do better. Yeah. But but it's good. I'm I'm excited about women that are thriving. I'm excited about women that are owning their own. Yeah. I'm excited because I know that those kind of women will raise powerful women. Yeah. Yes. You can't give what you don't have. Yes. You can't give what you don't have, and that excites me. Mm-hmm. And you don't just raise powerful women; you raise powerful sons. Because again, you're able to tell your son that what you have to come correct, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a, the expectation has changed, and so you, he don't knows come from now. Child, e- exactly, you know, Please, yeah. the one that you say that the, the, yeah, he cannot cook, he cannot. It's a life skill, uncle. It's a life skill. See, that's another I chapter. Like like if we unlock <laughs> it, <laughs> I like this girl. I'm going to cooking now. My dear. You get a chef. And it's okay. Darling. I will try and whip some things in the morning, but please, it's minimal. <laughs> and it's okay. You know, those are the things that hinder women 
you can't get the nine to five because he said there's nobody that will cook for them. He needs to eat fresh meals ah, every morning. <laughs> that one, oh, that know. one. Lemao. Did you watch that movie, Mr. and Mrs.? There's a Nigerian one, Benjamin Inse Tim. Oh yes, Benjamin. Just a Benjamin. Just a Benjamin. Yes. I think she had to be pounding hmm. at four a.m. and making moi moi. Hey. Uh, that can happen again when 2020 <laughs> you will be surprised to be that there are people that do these things and you know what oh, eh? you yes, will I, be someone surprised. I can't cook i can't cook by seeing him i'm starting i'm starting to go you know what eh? the thing is that women please here just from the beginning just let them know who you, who are. you are as they make it clear that you cannot cook doesn't make you a bad woman at all oh. it doesn't what's the point of knowing how to cook and you can you can't even raise you can't nurture people huh? you can't add any other form of oh, value please, let's let's increase the economy let's help the economy let's buy food from vendors my oh, <laughs> food <laughs> vendors money back into Put the it, system that's, you. that's smart economics <laughs> you get it you get it. it and at the end of the day eh, oh, truth God. is that these things this is my own mindset and some of my colleagues i've had guys legit say that it's weird right if money can buy it, if money can do it, if money can pay for oh it, oh my god, I am I'm do for it. it. Pay for convenience, my darling. And like, I will free up my time to do to earn more things to make more money. Thank you. To afford me the life that I want. Yeah. You have not seen those that say that if she's not washing like this, if she's not doing this one. That? Are you laundromat? No caps so. So honestly speaking, be you. And the truth is that why you think that you have to change who you are to meet somebody's standard. There are women that are being themselves and they are still meeting those partners that are encouraging them, mm -hmm. right? If you like to cook, it's fine. It's fine Be with a man that, and you meet a man that likes to eat. Two jam, two plus two is equal to four. Mm -hmm. It's all right. But that you cannot Go cook. Go for your kind. Thank you. But you cannot cook. And then he says he likes to eat. And then you now decide that, okay, the time that you should be using to rest, because you don't like to you don't like to cook, you not start cooking to please him. You can't do it for long. You'll be burn, you end, burn, you burn yourself burn out, burn out. Burn out. You become unfulfilled, you know, and all of that. But yeah, it's a wrap. Oh yay, we this did was it. Fun. We did it. Pilot episode, <laughs> the baby. Pilot episode. Woo! <laughs>